Welcome to Mastery Podcast, where stories unlock the secrets to an empowered and abundant life. I am your host, Dr. Sass. Today, we have with us Brian Hayes, an OBGYN physician recruiter, and Brian is also an actor, writer, and a poet. It Begins Within is a story by Brian Hayes, published in the best-selling series, Chicken Soup for the Soul. It is the story of Brian's two sons, Anthony and Ryan, when they were two and one years old. One Sunday morning, Brian was getting frustrated that they weren't picking up the toys. So in exasperation, he blurted out, If you don't pick up your toys, I'm going to take away all your good stuff. Anthony looked straight at him and said, You can't. Why not? The little two-year-old Anthony said, Because all the good stuff is in my heart. Beautiful, beautiful story. Welcome to Mastery Podcast, Brian, and I appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much for your time. And today we have an exciting topic, right, Brian? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, welcome back to to um, I, I know we I, we have you on on this podcast before, and you're just an amazing guest with a wealth of knowledge. and And I invited you back to speak about the philosophy of life. And yeah. we 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 did our pre interview, and we we went down pretty deep <laughs> down the rabbit hole, and um, it, it's just full of information. And um, how are you today, Brian? Um, the, today is absolutely the best day of my life. Love it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and, and, and I'm catching that phrase. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter what happened, what is going on outside of you, right? Your philosophy yeah. of life is every day is the best day of your life. And if you're listening to this and the, the, or watching this for the first time and haven't seen the previous interview with Brian. Brian, um, an amazing father, amazing father to two wonderful boys. He, he lost both of his boys and overcame that, that tragedy. And every day of his life is still the best day. Amazing. I, I love it. Thank you so much for that, Brian. And, um, how, how did you come? To the conclusion that every day in your life is the best day. <laughs> That's a, so. Uh, some of the things that come to us or through us, and not necessarily from us. So what I mean by that is that it wasn't a cognitive or conscious decision, but rather. I just woke up one day and said, today is the best day of my life. And really it's on the premise is that this moment is all that we have. And that every single conversation, every single moment is a miracle. Take, for example, you and I. The statistical probability that you and I are in this same place at the same time is literally impossible. Because every single second of your life and every single second of my life had to be exactly the same to lead up to this moment. So I live my life that every single conversation is a miracle. Nice. 
Nice. Thank you for that. And, and, um, I think we spoke about it before and I kind of take what you said and, you know, for me too, you know, but I, I didn't yeah. quite put it that way. I was like, you know, be, having gratitude, right? Gratitude is what yeah. everybody's talking about. But you, you, I think you went a little bit deeper and, and said, wow, you know, It's not just having gratitude about stuff or things or people in your life. It's just every moment is like a miracle. I mean, statistically for us, for to meet anyone, it's like, you know, there's like, what, nine billion people in the world? Correct. Yeah. (laughs) And and this group is kind of (laughs) huge. To run into each other is like almost impossible. Thank you for that. And, and I, it's amazing when you, and what I kind of do is look at what someone says or even what's popular and put it into a little bag, shake it up and see if that works. So I hear people all the time get really frustrated when someone doesn't call them back. Right. Well, that's normal because we have an infinite number of choices to be made in any second of our life. Mm-hmm. Right now, you could be doing an infinite number of things instead of speaking to me. Right. But it's the greatest gift there is that you made the cognitive choice. I made the choice, both of us at the same time, which that's spectacular. But if somebody doesn't call us back, that's normal because they're doing an infinite number of things. But how is it that when somebody does call us back, that we don't get incredibly excited and really see that literally as a miracle? We take it for granted, but then we get upset when someone doesn't call us back. So it's really just changing that mindset of flipping that around that every single conversation is truly a gift and not taking anything for granted beautiful beautiful i i i love that and and mindset is everything right how you feel and and how you show up in the world and how 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 you do everything if you don't have that type of positive mindset it can either eat you up if you if you yeah. feel like you're a victim, uh, nobody call you back, and and you're like, oh, yeah. what what's wrong with me, or what's wrong with that person? There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong. It just, you know, like you said, we have indefinite choices, and stuff come up, and it's not all about who you are. It's about how things are line up in your life. I, I love it. I, I just love talking to you, Brian. You're, you're just, you're just so deep. You're like, you're like, you're, you're, you're like the Yoda. You know? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. I, I, I know also in your life, right? Yeah. You have been dealt with, with some challenging cards, right? It, it's, and, and then you must play your cards the right way and, 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 you know, with with um, all the events that happened, um, I wouldn't say happened to you, that kind of appears in your life. It's, it's pretty, um, some, some people would call it, it's, it's trauma. But mm-hmm. what do you take 
what what do you create the meaning out of all the things that happen in your life? Because you're just this, you know, breath of fresh air and just positive person. How 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 do you take all of that and create the meaning from all of that? For me, it's unconditional unconditional gratitude and radical acceptance. And what happens is that. It's not necessarily what happens to us, and we've heard this so many times. It's not what happens to us, but it what, how we respond to what happens to us. And one of the things that have really happened, um, you know, when my first son died, there was so much support. But on this, when my second son died, it was almost like we are cog. We have this. Unconscious reaction. So many times, when something bad happens, you must have done something bad. Right. And that's where a lot of parents, or a lot of someone, even when somebody gets sick, I've been sick lately, and I've experienced this the same thing. Well, what did you do wrong? Nothing. Nothing. I got sick. It's a virus. <laughs> It's not a thing. It doesn't have emotion. It's not looking for me. I just yeah. merely got sick. Um, what happened in terms of my children dying? It wasn't something I did, and that's something that is so important for me to share with other people: is mm. that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to feel whatever you feel. But for me, it's being able to take. The unconditional gratitude. So for me, I look at it that if I can't find meaning, I go to unconditional gratitude. So I go to, I'm grateful that what has happened to me happened to me and not someone else. And then the radical acceptance is everything. And I don't necessarily look for a reason. Because for me, that's in essence not just a waste of energy, but a waste of time. I don't need to know the reason. I don't need to know why it happened. But I don't feel guilt.、Mm -hmm. I don't judge myself, and likewise, that helps me not to judge other people. If something happens to them, and something that I have a judgment. That is positive, or I have a judgment of that is negative. It's only my perception, and that's all it is. Nice, nice. Thank you, thank you. It's 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 amazing how how deep understanding you have with how we show up in life every day, and and how you take. Um, and, and like you said, we we go out, right? For me too, you know, this situation happened to me. Why? <laughs> you know, the、yeah. first thing I do is like throw myself on the floor, like why? And 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 the way you take it, it's just amazing. It's amazing. It's really calm. It's really peaceful. And、um, and and that's just it, right? It just. It's just the way things are. Things happen, and it's okay. And it's okay、yeah. to to be okay. And、um, I got that from you, by the way. <laughs> it's okay <laughs> to be okay. <laughs> and 
And let let me ask you 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 um some controversial stuff, and yeah. um when when we talk about this subject, I know we we can you know literally talk about it for hours. What do you think about religion, Christianity, Buddhism, um, Hinduism, and all those stuff? What 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 is your opinion on all that? I love this topic and religion, God. It is so personal, mm-hmm. and it's such a personal relationship. Whatever, and it's it's a matter of space and time. Mm-hmm. So, pre Christianity, when you have in Egypt, they have multiple gods. Mm-hmm. They have the they worship the sun. If you have the religion of the Native Americans, believe that. God is in everything, so they animals, trees, and um, Buddhism, Christianity, um, all of it has a purpose for people to give people a comfort, a hope, meaning, and sometimes it's that. The unknown. So the ultimate unknown is the other side. Mm-hmm. What happens when? Right. And for that, I have such a deep respect for whatever someone believes and whatever someone doesn't believe. So if we take, say, for example, someone that is Christian. Hmm. That's here. Then you have well, how many different Christian underneath Christianity? You have hundreds, if not thousands. You could be Catholic. Well, if you're Catholic, even underneath that, are you Orthodox? There's so many, and then you get down to the individual layers of your own individual church, synagogue, whatever temple. It may be, and then that goes even further to that individual person who leads the procession, and every single person has a unique relationship. No matter what they believe, and it's kind of like if we're sitting in a movie theater, we're all watching the same movie. We're all sitting in different seats, so we all have a unique vantage point to see that movie. That Beautiful. is life. Beautiful. I I I believe the same in in a similar way that that you believe. I you know like radical acceptance, right? I accept yeah. if if you believe in. Christianity, um, Muslim, or Hinduism, and and that's what gives you comfort. And and I like how you put that. And and there is um, a reason for for every religion, right? There's a purpose for it. And um, there's no need for us to go around and say you must believe what I believe, <laughs> because we 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 have different perspective on life. Right, and um, I, I I can share with you this. I I grew up in a household where my 
all my family, you know, back back in the days when I was younger, they all were Buddhism. They mm-hmm. were Buddhists. They believe in Buddhism. And I I went to a Christian school. And yeah. I was like, okay, you know, talking about, you know, it's like a two completely opposite pole. And I was like, am I you know, family, are they going to go to hell because they, they, they don't believe in, in God and Jesus the way Christ, Christian. And then at a young age until now, I, I have that, that worldview that said, yeah, my, my, my family can believe in Buddhism and they can still go to whatever heaven is, right? Yeah. It's, it's, heaven is within. Let let me ask you this. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think heaven is? <laughs> What's better than right now? Right. Like literally, I don't, from a very logical standpoint, I really don't know how right now my conversation with you, how could that get any better? And I can look at it and say, yes, but what about um, meeting up with my kids again? What about meeting up with my grandparents? What about this? What about that? But it's sometimes like that grass is greener. And we think of from a very earthly standpoint, well, if I get a new house, wow, going to be happier. If I have this, a new car, I'm going to be happier. Um, if I'm going to go to a, a family reunion and I'm have all of the family there, it's going to be so beautiful. It's going to be so amazing. And then life happens and people argue and people fight and people are real mm-hmm. because our relationships aren't a fantasy. Our relationships are a part of the human experience. And... Whatever heaven is for each individual person is beautiful. Whether it's there, whether it's here, I, not from a literal standpoint, but from a figurative standpoint, I've experienced hell. I don't think there's anything that could be worse. I can't be punished anymore and sometimes even one of the sayings I have is which it's not my own saying but sometimes when you lose everything you have nothing left to lose and that opens up a complete new way of seeing the world Mm -hmm. and for me it's seeing that every day is the best day. So <clears throat> this is heaven, not in a literal sense, but in a figurative sense. Right. At the same time, this is hell. And embracing both with radical acceptance, but without judgment. And being able to embrace without the judgment of good and bad, because sometimes in our life, the things that we go and we say, wow, 
that was the best day of my life. If we really go and look back, was it really? It may be a moment, but it was a full 24 hours. If we look at the worst day of our life, it was really only a moment. So every day is a good day. It's only the moments within each day that differ. And for me, it's that I have to live a legacy of not only myself, but for two other people. So I have to enjoy. And from the point of heaven is if anyone we know has left from a soul perspective, true love is you want people to be happy, healthy, and wealthy. So I know that my children, what they want for me is to be happy. So the best thing that I can do for them is talk about them. But the more that I'm happy from a soul level, that makes them happy. And it's the same thing with true love. If you want for your children, you want your children to be happy. You want your parents, you want your friends. Well, how about you want your enemies? How you want, you want? and just keep putting that out there of the best for everybody. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, when, when I was growing up, my, my great aunt told me this, heaven is in your heart. And, and, and I believe that it's, it's the moment, just like you said, it's, it's every moment that we experience in life. You can make it and hell is, is right here, like you said. It's in your heart. It, it's in how, yeah. how you see things is the mindset and, and how you look at everything, right? It, it can either be burning hell for you <laughs> on yeah. this earth or <clears throat> it, it, it could be heaven. Right? Every moment is a miracle, like you said. And, and from a scientific standpoint, we'll look at freezing cold and burning hot. Right now, it's 98 degrees out, about 100% humidity. Oh my, it's terrible. Well, it's because it's like a sauna. But the scientific the data that keeps coming out about how beneficial a sauna is going into just extreme heat, going in on your own free will has incredible health benefits. The same with cold exposure, same with stress. We look at stress as a negative. We look at trauma as a negative. But what if we looked at it from the opposite side? that the people who have experienced the most have built up a resiliency because you've seen things that other people haven't seen. And so you don't want to wish that on someone, but at the same time, when it happens, 
that radical acceptance of, yeah, it happened to me. I don't need to know why. I don't need to know. And sometimes we can get caught up in these, well, everything happens for a reason. Well, maybe the reason is there is no reason. And we can spend a lifetime looking for that reason, or we can spend a lifetime of living. Right. Beautifully said. Thank, thank, thank you, Brian. Um, I have another question for you. You know, we we have this different worldview, right? Um, probably yeah. different from the the norm, <laughs> the, the the normal society out there. Um, what what is your opinion as far as what is going on? In our world right now, how how people take, um, you know, the the technologies and and all the stuff and how they respond to to, for example, the shutdown that we had in the past couple of years and stuff like that. What what is your take on how society is conditioned, human humanity in general? To respond because the way you and I respond to everything that's happened for us, not to us, happened for us because we become stronger in the process, right? It's totally different from the 99% of the people out there. What, what, what is your opinion on how, how we, the society is, the structure of it? This is the best time to be alive. <laughs> And, and really, it's we can look at, we can go through, and we can debate every single generation, every single point in history. We can say after World War II, the United States was um, a superpower, and the United States was a behemoth in the world. We also weren't bombed. We also didn't have the destruction that Europe did, that Asia had, that Russia had. And yet, we can look back and we can say at that time, wow, that was the best time. There are a lot of people and a lot of demographics and a lot of individual people that, that was the worst time. That was a terrible time for them. And today, in today's world, somebody for the first time fell in love. Somebody's going to have their first kiss. Somebody's going to get married. Today, right now, at this very second, someone became a millionaire, a billionaire, mm -hmm. and that we aren't accustomed to things in the last couple of years, even like with COVID. Um, I experienced COVID for the first time three weeks ago, and it was fascinating just how much the body is like, nope, I'm going to shut down. <laughs> I'm going to shut down. Whatever you think, whatever you want to do, guess what? The body has other ideas, and probably something that we have in common that other people may not is embracing the space between the space 
embracing the silence. For me, and I'll share with you in the last, when my, both my children died was in the midst of COVID and we didn't have normal funerals. We didn't get together. I didn't have a support network like most people do. It was by myself. Yes, I had individual people, but I didn't have the way, you know, people coming, going and that. But the more I'm by myself, the more that other ideas, the more that the idea of a guru, the more idea of an expert, there can be an expert in a field. There can be someone who is absolutely skilled in an area. But when it comes to life, in the grand scheme of life, the answer is nobody has the answer. And so the more that I go within, the more I'm silent with myself and not afraid to be silent and to be okay when I get sick. Okay, I'm sick. Okay, embrace it. And embracing each step of whatever this journey brings, then it's all the other things become pedestrian. And it's like living pedestrian lives because there's so many things that we get worked up with that really, after you've experienced a few things, you kind of go, wow, that really doesn't mean much. Yeah. And being able to look at today as truly the best day there is to be alive. And that this is so fantastic. We live in a time period with technology that you and I are able to see each other live. It was not that many years ago. The entire thought of this was science fiction. Mm -hmm. If we look at all the advancements, and yes, some of the advancements are scary. But when the internet came, that was scary. When you had a moving vehicle, that was scary. Every time we go and we change, it's scary. And there's going to be some things about it that are positive. There are going to be some things about it that are negative. But what are we doing to make seven generations better? Not tomorrow, not for our children, but for seven generations. And that is our own individual, as well as global, of each and everything we do affects seven generations down the road. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. And, and it boils down to just how we see the world right mm -hmm. it is it's personal and it could be 
like the worst thing that people are fighting about out there. You know, the the um, the gender equality and the races and you know the economy and and all this stuff. And and it's like, oh, you have food on the table, you have roof over your head, right? And and I and I also embrace. There's something really beautiful about all emotions, anger. Yeah, of standing up when there isn't inequality, of being able to sometimes being the only one that stands up mm-hmm. when you know that it's wrong, and standing up for those that all cannot stand up for themselves, and sometimes. Even war is necessary. Sometimes fighting is necessary, and as much as birth is a part of life, so is death, and mm-hmm. all aspects. And that I'll share with you a story that one of my favorites: Berlin in the middle of World War II. Berlin's being bombed. At that time, you have to go into a bomb shelter. That's how you live your life. You can't get much worse than that. And there was this guy that absolutely loved going into the bomb shelter because he met this woman, and in the bomb shelter, she'd be scared, and so there was that connectedness, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Mm-hmm. And they ended up getting married. After meeting in a bomb shelter, wow! And that is, you know, we our lives can be a love story, our lives can be a drama, our lives can be a horror story, but we still get to tell our own story. Nice, nice. Um, um, th- th- thank you for that. And how amazing is that? You know, to to have bombs coming down, and then you know yeah. you run into <laughs> into the shelter and meet the love of your life, and without yeah. getting bombed, <laughs> yeah, you may never meet each other, right? Amazing story. I I, I like that, and. You said in some of your writings that you pretty much do this quote to quote you. You said, "I pretty much do everything backwards to the norm." That is because the norm is riddled with a fear-based mentality. That there is a separation between us and the even you and I. Can can you expand on that? I I love this 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 part of of your writing. We have to be very careful because there's a lot of love based theory that's still shrouded with fear, even hate, and that we can profess the words of love. While wanting to literally distinguish another human being, or a group, or an entire 
people. And we've done it since mankind has started to become, shall we say, civilized. And that when I say fear is the difference between fear and love, it's just that there is we're more alike than we are ever different. But it's those difference of who we are, of what we think, and that each person has something unique in them that is a gift. Doesn't matter their title, their role. They have the opportunity to be a leader. And that simply because what is popular, what someone that is a resident expert, or if someone who is an authority figure, just because that is the norm doesn't make it right. Mm -hmm. And that's why you have people like Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King. Um, Gandhi and the litany of Jesus Christ, the, the litany of people throughout history, that we see them one way, which is, wow, they are amazing for what they did. But in the moment, they were sharply criticized for what they did. And even then, it doesn't matter who the person is on the planet. There's going to be someone who doesn't like them or doesn't like every person I just mentioned. There's somebody that will say, well, yeah, but I don't like them because this, this, and this. It's the same thing with all of us. But if you say, I love you, I'm going to say, thank you. If you say, I hate you, I'm going to say thank you. Because most of the time, it has nothing to do with me. And the more that I embrace loving myself, then I'm able to embrace more lovingly the world around me without the worst trap we can get into is the perfection and that we're not always going to be loving human beings. We're not always going to say the right thing. We're not always going to do the right thing. And there's sometimes we say and do things that are hurtful. And sometimes we do things that or say things we don't mean to do. And being able to forgive ourselves and forgive others. Nice. Nice. So it, it's pretty much boils down to self-love and self-acceptance. It doesn't matter what people throw at you, right? I hate you, you're no good, or whatever they people say out there, right? And it's okay. I love you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> But just because you have that feeling, it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I, I, I love it. I love it. And, and with that said, you, you mentioned Gandhi and Martin Luther yeah. King. So I, I know those two, uh, two 
people that um, impacted your worldviews um, in 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 a kind of a major way, right? And um, can you name um, any other ones and and also mention um, the two? How did they impact your worldviews? Um, the other one, the Sitting Bull. So I come from I, I when I was I grew up in Wyoming, and when I first started re- reading books, I read every Native American book I could get my hands on. In college, I took a lot of gender studies class, a lot of um, studies of uh, Native American, and really. What I love about Sitting Bull and the Native American culture is that the insight and the beauty of the culture. And what I like to do is to take those different people, and those are the easy ones because they're easy recognized. But I also don't see a difference. Between what they give me and what you give me, your insight, your greatness, and being able to see the greatness as others is one of my gifts. Is being able to see your greatness in every single person I meet. I've met a homeless person and had this most fantastic conversation. Such wisdom. And I recently was at the grocery store, and I asked someone, and it's a, it's a, one of the questions I love to ask is, "Tell me about this person." And he had shared with me that his uh, grandson, his, I think it was grandson or son, had died. And I said, "Can you do me a favor? Can you tell me a story about them that makes you smile?" And we're sitting in the grocery store, and his wife's there, and he starts talking, and I said. You know, tell me about your tattoo because I could tell the tattoo had there was a connection there. And he spoke, and he just kept talking and talking for about ten minutes. And he got done, and he said, "Thank you so much for just allowing me to talk about this or sharing." I gained so much from not saying a word. But just allowing him to share his story. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Must be a very good listener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your girlfriend's like, oh yeah. <laughs> you listen to all my story. That's what women like to do, right? They they like to talk, and、um, for a man to really listen to them, that that that's amazing. And you see this greatness in everyone. And and I think that is a very beautiful thing about you. And when when Jesus said, "Love thy neighbor like yourself," right? And he literally just mean what you just explain, like see greatness in yourself and see greatness in others. And you mentioned that you and I are more alike than we think. We are、mm-hmm. more alike than we think. Then, then it appears to be for us at times. We'll go back to my example before.、Mm-hmm. We're all watching the same movie. 
Yeah. It's life. Yeah. We just happen to be sitting in different seats. Yeah. Well, it's still the same movie. Yeah. And some of us are going to come out of the movie and we're going to hate that movie or that chapter or that scene or that actor. And some of us are going to love that. And here's the part that's beautiful. There's a time and a place to hate that movie, to hate that person. And I know the, the word hate is we don't like to use that from a, but it's a natural emotion like anything else. And being able to embrace that, yeah, there are certain things that we just don't like. And there could be a positive about that. I don't like when I'm lied to. It doesn't mean that I have to say disparaging things about somebody, but I don't like being lied to. I don't like cheating, stealing, but it's not my place for judgment. But it also doesn't mean I have to be in someone's company if they don't fit into what works for me. I can still say I love you, I support you, I'm proud of you from a soul to soul level without being in the same presence physically. Beautifully said. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. You're, you're, you're amazing. Amazing soul. Amazing human. I can literally, last time we spoke, we, we, <laughs> we talked for like two hours. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's been two hours. I and think it was we, three. <laughs> was it three. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's like almost three hours. Oh my gosh. Yes. And, and this topic is like really near and dear to my heart. And, and I'm, I'm like the student of life, right? Everything is just so amazing. And, and you have given me so much and all our listener out there so much wisdom and so much to think about, right? How, how they respond to the world and how they react to another beings or a situation in their life is still the best day of our lives <laughs> I'll share one thing with you okay and this is a this is a existential question who was Jesus before Jesus was Jesus who was Gandhi before Gandhi was Gandhi who was Martin Luther King before Martin Luther King was Martin Luther King who was Rosa Parks before Rosa Parks was Rosa Parks They just regular people like us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So we are more alike than we think yeah. we are. Beautiful. I, I, I love that. And you have you have this blog called Out of the Hates and and we will link the blog Thank below. You, you guys our listener out there and people who watch this YouTube, you got to check out Brian's writing. It's just so amazing. So amazing. You are so gifted. You are so, um, deep with, 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 with your thoughts and words and how you tied, um, the meaning of everything together with, with poetically written. It's just so beautiful beautiful thank you so much brian for being here today and and thank you our listener for listening to the end and for watching until the end and i hope um we have given you some some guidance um how to respond 
you know, to, to, to life and some wisdom, oh, some, something to kind of just think about. Thank you, Brian. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Here. I'm honored. We'll, we'll, we'll speak again, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> But bye for now.